0: Hey, followers. This is your boy, movie maker Doug 55. This next video that I'm going to show you was filmed on July 1st of 2020, and I want to thank God for letting me do this interview. I interviewed the producer of the animated movie The Prince of Egypt, which I personally feel is the greatest religious film of all time. I'm very grateful that I got to do it. It had such an impact on me growing up. And this was an interview that I'm very proud of. You know, it feels very good to do it. You know, it was a dream come true. So I wanna say a quick prayer to God, thanking him for letting me do this interview. Dear God in heaven, I thank you for letting me interview Penny Finkelman Cox it means a lot to me and i'm very grateful thank you so much lord and i'll keep using advantage of my christianity to continue achieving what you want me to achieve lord And i pray this all in your son jesus holy and heavenly name amen Followers, I'm about to do one of the biggest interviews of my career. The producer of The Prince of Egypt. Hello, hey Penny. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. How are you?
1: You're all safe and not exposed.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask you the same thing. How are yeah. you doing with this whole virus thing?
1: Well, my family is is clean, so at least I have my family with me. And I miss my friends, but that's the way it is right
0: now. <laughs> yep, and uh, I'm doing good in this whole virus thing as well. I uh, earlier this year I gave up a long time addiction to soda, and I've lost a tremendous amount of weight. And I think that that's helped me as far as not getting the virus. That's
1: interesting. I mean, there's all kinds of theories, and, and I'm a very healthy eater, so. Um, but that's interesting that you, you made that kind of uh, move.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was a tough move because. It got to the point where soda was messing with my mind in the evenings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, but I'm I've been sober as I call it now for four months, which is longer than I've been without it, so I'm pretty proud of it. So yeah, it means an awful lot to me to be chatting with you. I thought I'd tell you a little bit about myself, but I have Asperger's disorder. And it hasn't prevented me from achieving things.
1: i I've had a friend whose son had Asperger, so I'm not unfamiliar. Yeah. With,
0: yeah. And so. I'm, I also want to say that your film, The Prince of Egypt, had such a big impact on my Christianity.
1: And yeah, that's what she said. It taught me a lot about religion in general.
0: Yeah, for sure. And. You partly inspired me to write my own screenplay based on Moses when I was in high school. <laughs> and I even published it.
1: Really? You need self... did you self-publish?
0: Yeah, I did. It was a Nano NaNoWriMo project, which is National Novel Writing Month.
1: Oh, nice!
0: And I was the only person in my high school to succeed in the 50,000-word goal.
1: Oh, that's great. What do you do for a living? Do you write?
0: Yep, I write, I screenwrite, and I YouTube, and I currently live at home with my legal guardian. Great. Yeah, my mother.
1: (laughs) Well, my family's very close. My, My sons are here all the time, which I really appreciate. My daughter went away to school, but my sons are both here. Yeah. I'm I'm really
0: happy about that. I'm glad to hear that you're doing well in this whole thing because, you know, it's a tough time that America is going through.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's very, it's very hard.
0: Yeah, but I've been saying prayers for everybody that I know that they'll get through it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I have a list of questions about the Prince of Egypt, and hopefully you have the answer for them.
1: Go for it.
0: So, where are you originally from?
1: Originally from Philadelphia. Ah, oh, nice.
0: Nice. I've always wanted to go there. Yeah.
1: And then I, and then I moved to New York, and went to school in New York, and stayed for a long time until I had to come out here to do a movie. Cool.
0: So. That's good. I'm originally from Estes Park, Colorado.
1: Oh, that's a very different start. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's the headquarters of the Rocky Mountain National Park. Yeah. What made you decide to go into the film industry? Uh...
1: arts. And there was no money. And and so somebody said, well, why don't you try working in film? You could at least make a living. And I did. Hmm,
0: pretty cool. That's good to hear. How did you get your job with DreamWorks Animation?
1: Well, I had done several films with Jeffrey Katzenberg. And so when he decided to start DreamWorks Animation, he asked myself and my partner, Sandy Ravens, to start it for him.
0: Hmm. That's so great. we started it. Yeah, that's pretty big of you to do. And who who what inspired you to make such a beautiful religious film as The Prince of Egypt? Like where who conceived it? In?
1: Who conceived it?
0: Yeah, and um, how...
1: St- St- Steven Spielberg and Jeffrey Katzenberg.
0: Oh, I didn't know that Spielberg was involved.
1: <laughs> and it was the first animated movie
0: DreamWorks made. Oh, wow. That's really amazing. Yeah, in my opinion, Prince of Egypt, it's definitely as far as being a classic. It would definitely be on par with other films, like Snow White and The Lion King.
1: Well, I love The Lion King, but I love other other DreamWorks and, um, and Pixar movies. I'm a real Pixar fan, so...
0: Yeah, I am too. And what's the secret to making such a masterpiece movie as the film? Money and time. Yep. Yeah. Alrighty.
1: And a lot of research. I did a lot of research.
0: Yeah. I had no idea until I saw Prince of Egypt for the first time, I had no idea that the Egyptians used mud and straw to build their houses.
1: (laughs) To build their, their, um, not houses, their, uh, pyramids.
0: Oh, their pyramids. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but in any case, that's really interesting because back then we didn't have concrete, and so they had to use what they got, you know? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. What exactly was your role in the production as the producer? Uh,
1: I worked, well, I did everything as a producer, you work with writers and artists to to develop everything you need, and designers, and I mean, you just run the teams, and you certainly worked very hard with the uh, <coughs> excuse me with with the writers and story artists to evolve the story, and then put it into production.
0: Awesome, that sounds like a lot of work.
1: <laughs> it, it was four years.
0: Yeah, do you know Andy McPhee at all? Or heard of him?
1: No, who is
0: he? He's an Australian actor that I'm studying under.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, no problem, I just, I just thought I'd say for the record that I'm studying under an actor at the moment. Yeah. Were any of the cast members Jewish at all? Uh, I just... I have to
1: really think about it for a minute. because... uh... I don't remember if any of them were. I mean, c- certainly the composer, Stephen Schwartz, is Jewish. Uh, and yeah. all his songs, you know. Worth, the yeah. boy, yeah. boy. we had, so how do you we had artists been from been all been over the world from some, some huge number of companies Ooh. that we brought in to make this movie. And if you don't know much, world about, world much world about, about animation, you should just Get a sense of it because it it really is a complex and a multi-staged uh, art, but it's an art form and it's a it's an, a way to tell a story. And obviously, you know, the um, the red scene just looks so much better in drawing than it would have been if we tried to make a life fashion of it. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. But I but I I don't know. Any of the cast I was
0: Jewish. I just don't know. Have you know, but everybody else
1: was. I mean, Steven Schwartz was. Hans Zimmer is. I mean, um, all the producers are Jewish. <laughs> Except Simon <laughs> Wells, he
0: wasn't. Alrighty, makes sense. Have you noticed that Disney has done live action of their animated films lately? <laughs> of course it's. Yeah, it would be a dream come true for me if I could see a live-action Prince of Egypt. <laughs>
1: well, when, when getting, I think it's closed down, but um, it was playing in London. And I don't know what they're doing with it now, but
0: there's a, a, a Broadway musical. Oh, I might need to check that out one of these days. That would be cool. <laughs> so how did you guys select the voice actors at all?
1: Um, you listen to a lot of the actors, but you listen blind. You know what I mean? You don't, you get some of the scenes, but you don't see who the actor is. And we try and match it
0: and see what works best. Ah, so you, so you pick the voice actors without knowing who they were at first, right? Right. All right, got it. So that's how you guys ended up selecting Sir Patrick Stewart and Steve Martin and other ones as well.
1: Excuse me, one second, I've got to answer this, can I just put you, uh, can you call me right back?
0: Okay? Okay, no problem. How long is it going to be? Ten minutes maybe? Okay. Okay, got it. Alright, so to continue this conversation, uh, oh and I hope you. By the way, I just want to say uh, good luck in getting more film work offers during this period.
1: Um, I, I'm sure I will, but I don't. I'm not really that interested <laughs> in working so hard. So
0: okay, it, it's just the way it is. Uh, no problem. All right. So to continue our conversation. Uh, when, what was your reaction when you realized that Ray Fiennes was selected to voice Ramesses?
1: What do you mean, what was my reaction? He's a brilliant actor. Just brilliant. Yeah. I was, I, we selected him and we were thrilled that he accepted the
0: offer. Yeah, cause he's a great actor. He played Lord Voldemort in Harry Potter.
1: He's he's an amazing actor.
0: Yeah. He
1: also he also was the villain in uh, in, in Steven Spielberg's
0: movie. Ah. He also played in DreamWorks' as Wallace and Gromit movie as Victor, I believe. No. Uh, I don't
1: think so, but that's alright. I,
0: I <laughs> yeah. But in any case, he's a great actor. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: How did you get Helen Murren to participate in the production?
1: Uh, same way as you do with all the actors. You show them why, you know, you invite them over, ask them to listen to your pitch about what the story is going to be, and let them see the role that, that we want them to play.
0: Nice. Makes a lot of sense. What was Val Kilmer like to work with?
1: Well, he's, he's challenging,
0: but but he's a wonderful actor. Yeah. He was perfect for Moses, in my opinion. His voice was booming. It's just perfect.
1: Yeah, we, we liked him very much. And Jeff Goldblum, very, there you go, Jeff Goldblum was Aaron, so he was wonderful.
0: Yeah, I want to tell you my favorite scene in the entire movie, and it involves Aaron. My favorite scene that I thought was clever was obviously the Red Sea scene, and what I like is that's the part where Aaron literally, for the first time, trusts in Moses, and he exchanges that smile with him, you know? And then he kind of looks back at the Hebrews as if to say, Are you guys coming? You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it it was a a well-worked-out movie. We're very happy with it.
0: Yeah, you should be. That's a masterpiece, in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah, earlier this year at Night to Shine, which is a Christian-oriented prom that I went to, I, I was interviewed by a journalist for my church, and he asked me what my favorite religious film was, and right away I said Prince of Egypt. Oh, that's
1: good.
0: Yeah. And what I told them was, I was like, it's a great, it's a clever retelling of Moses. I'm only sorry that I didn't think of it first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, it is based on bush. Yep, for sure. (laughs) So, yeah. What was the point of the brief introduction scene where it looks like some sort of sound clouds break apart to reveal the sculpture of SETI? What was the point of that? The point of, of the
1: introductory scene to the movie?
0: Yeah, you know... You know the one where it looks like some sand clouds break apart to reveal the sculpture?
1: Well, not offhand, but the introduction to the movie was about setting up a situation where you have everybody, you know, all the Hebrews working, and then you move to the, the, the situation where you have uh,
0: the mother having to give away her son, so... Yeah.
1: It's just telling the story.
0: Alrighty. Makes a lot of sense. That was... It's pretty good. Like, that's a really good introduction, in my opinion.
1: Well,
0: we liked it. Yeah. So, yeah, and... I, I can't help but notice that when I watch the movie, and then when I listen to the actual soundtrack... You might need to look on YouTube in order to understand what I'm saying, but the soundtrack kind of sounds a little bit slightly more darker than the movie. A little bit. They're still pretty dark, but the soundtrack seems to have a lot more force behind the singing of Deliver Us. You know what I mean? Uh,
1: yeah, but Deliver Us was our key song, so... Yep. uh, that's going to be arranged even more strongly outside the movie itself because you don't have to clear anything for dialogue.
0: Yeah, now that makes sense. Makes sense. So yeah, the deli- the and to tell you what one of my opinions about it, the scene where the where the Pharaoh's wife is taken in Moses and then the deliver us, you know. That really reminds me of The Lion King with the, you know, with, you know, the circle of life. Like, it's that nostalgic. It's really clever. Well,
1: I'm glad. I'm glad you appreciated the complexity of the music.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of songs that remind me of The Lion King, and that's definitely one of them.
1: Well, it's the same
0: composer, Hans Zimmer. Ooh, well, well, that explains everything then. <laughs> That's awesome. What was Ofra Haza like to work with?
1: Oh, she was a saint. She was lovely.
0: Yeah. Is it true that you guys designed Yoheved or Yocheved? How do you pronounce that? Yoheved. Yoheved. Is it true that you designed her off of Oprah when you guys selected her? No. Okay. The, the character was designed already. Alrighty, because I heard that rumor on the internet, and I just I didn't know if it was true or not.
1: No, I mean we we really loved her, and were terribly sad when she passed away.
0: Yeah, that's very tough, and it it took place a couple years later, so yeah, that's. My condolences on that. So, yeah, what was producing the animation like?
1: What do you, a question to ask! I, I don't know what you mean by it. it. It was a lovely movie, and we all enjoyed every step of it. Um, and to start to see it come to life, you know. Since you don't really, I don't think you understand the process of animation, Yeah. uh, the characters are designed, and then you record them, and then the animators animate
0: them. Ah, okay. Now it makes sense. Got it. And I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it, because I'm sure I would have had fun doing it as well. (laughs) Yeah. So, did Hans Zimmer write the songs for the film, or who wrote the songs?
1: Um, this is someone I have to take, but I'll, I'll put you on hold, okay?
0: Okay, no problem.
1: Good right. uh, If you are interested, you, sh- I, you know there is a book called The Prince of Egypt that you can find that would help you maybe understand, but it's it's a beautiful book, and there are also books that um, give you a little sense of what animation is about, Like, like Alchemy of Animation, which was, you know, you just should, it's, the questions you ask really are, I don't, I'm not being insulting, I hope um, but since you don't know anything about animations, hmm. it's harder to understand the answers, I would think. Ah. And there's there's a lot of books on animation that you can get you can get you know on the on the um, Amazon or anything, and you just it just might be clearer to you what the process is and how much of a, a very complicated process it is, which is why they the the movies cost so much, because they're very time-consuming and expensive.
0: Okay. Yeah. Your answers that you're giving me so far are that they will benefit me, but yeah, you're probably right. I should probably read that book as well. You know what I mean? Well, as
1: I said, the alchemy of animation is probably the simplest uh, the simplest one. And it was, it was written by Don Hahn.
0: Hmm. And he's the uh, producer of Beauty and the Beast and the Disney movies, yes. right?
1: Yeah, he's done a lot of producing and he wrote a really great book. The making of an animated film, it's just, it just makes it, will make it easier for you to even
0: understand the process. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'll have to look that up when we're done with this, but yeah, I'm gonna look into that for my ongoing project that I mentioned. So, so yeah, after that, uh, my next question is, uh, uh, how were you guys, who came up with the scene? where Moses parted the Red Sea in such an extreme and epic fashion. Who came up with that?
1: Well, it's in the Bible, and the artists just went to town on it. They designed this amazing, uh, wa- the water and splitting the, splitting the water and seeing the fish on either side. You know, that's what artists do, is they come up with these great ideas. And it is rarely one person oh. who um, who does everything. It's almost always a collaboration.
0: Ah, got it. So it takes multiple people. That makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. I've I've been involved in numerous projects where I've collaborated with people, so I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So what? What inspired the chariot racing scene? Did anything in the Bible do that, or no? Uh,
1: no, but, you know, the two leagues play brothers, and it's
0: like drag racing. Ah, yep, because back then you didn't have cars, you had horses and chariots. Right. Got it. Was it intentional that the statues of the pharaoh looked similar to Patrick Stewart, or was that or no? no. Okay. Alrighty. What was what was uh, recording the song when you believe like?
1: Well, it's it's a. Beautiful, beautiful song yep. and we recorded it in like 30 languages. Mm-hmm. It was just fabulous. I mean, I just love that song.
0: I do it was too.
1: written by Stephen Schwartz and he was inspired by sound
0: of Jewish music and prayer. Hmm. That's really fantastic. I have to admit to you, a few years back when i was in high school i kind of went through a little bit of a rough spot that i recently published a book on and uh and when i graduated like i was kind of on my last second chance with my school because of certain circumstances and the moment i walked across the football field to get my diploma what would- the song that was stuck in my head was When You Believe. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: that's nice. We, we are fun and most synagogues play it during Passover every
0: year. That's great. Yeah. Good to hear. Was there a screenplay for this story before the production started? And if so, how much of it was in the film, if you can remember? Well, there was a screenplay, um, and we used most of it. Hmm. Cool. So, what was seeing Steve Martin and Martin Short sing playing with the big boys now like? What do you mean? Did you witness or watch Steve Martin and Martin Short sing their song playing with the big boys now? Yes, I was there. (laughs) What were they like when they were doing it? Were they enjoying it?
1: (laughs) They were having a good time, you know, they were having a good time and and it was a fun song. Yeah.
0: I have a funny story to tell you about that song if you want to hear it. (laughs) Sure. When I was a toddler, whenever I watched a movie, I didn't sing a lot of the songs of the main protagonists. Like, the bad guy songs are so catchy that those were the songs that were stuck in my head. (laughs) And, And my brother, whenever I was singing playing with the big boys now during Bible study, Harrison was like, Doug, that's the bad guy's song, you know? He was trying to say, you know, sing good guy's songs, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Yeah, the songs are so catchy that they get stuck in your head, you know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Well, in, in this case, there was a lot of songs that got stuck in my head.
0: Yeah, for sure. And as I grew into a teenager, I started appreciating the impact that Prince of Egypt left on me, and now I like all the songs equally. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your most favorite song out of all the ones in the film?
1: you really believe?
0: Yep, that's what I thought it would be. And I'm with you on that. That's probably the best one out of all of them. I agree with you. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, who came up with the idea of making Ramesses and Moses brothers in this story? We did.
1: We, We all did. You know, we worked together to come up with ideas. It's very hard to give. Unlike live action, it's really hard to just pin
0: something on one person. Yeah. Okay got that in my head now. It was entirely a collaboration. And it's a pretty clever collaboration, I'll say. like, it, It's really a classic. Well,
1: I'm glad you feel that way. It's lovely. I love it! And uh, it's probably one
0: of my favorite movies. Yep, and it's definitely one of my favorites. In fact, about a year ago, on my Facebook profile, I added Prince of Egypt to my favorite movies list on there to, to show everybody the impact it had on me. Oh, that's nice. Were you involved in the production of Joseph, King of Dreams at all, or no?
1: Yes, I, I did. I was the producer of Joseph, King of Dreams.
0: Yeah, I have to be honest with you, I that was another film I liked as well, and A couple years ago when I was in my rough spot, there was a night where I was contemplating on taking, on overdosing on sleeping pills. And what happened was I had the pills in my hand ready to take them and end my misery. And this was probably divine, but the song that started playing on my radio, believe it or not, was You Know Better Than I. And that was, and that, and once I heard that song, that, that talked me out of suicide and I put the pills away. Yep. Wow. So that well, song, I
1: feel good about that. I feel good about that. I'm glad you, you were able to do
0: that. Yep. And that song, you know, that had such an impact on me growing up that, that convinced me to put the pills away and... I was ready to push through my struggles, which I have, you know? Yeah. So that song probably saved my life.
1: Really, I'm I'm glad to hear that.
0: Yeah. So yeah, uh, what was the reception of the film like when it was released theatrically?
1: He loves that movie, so. Oh. You know, for us it was joyous because we were finished.
0: <laughs> yep, that's that's reaping the rewards, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, what was the reason that Joseph King of Dreams was not released theatrically? What was it was the re- never
1: intended for it theatrical
0: release. It was always designed for a direct-to-video. Okay, got it. Makes sense. Yeah, I didn't know much about direct-to-video until about a year ago when I started researching for my project, and I was quite surprised to see that a lot of the sequels I grew up with, like The Return of Jafar and Aladdin 3 and a lot of others, were not released theatrically, and I was like, oh... I was a little bit surprised by that, but now I'm starting to learn. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, Joseph is a pretty good production as well. I really like that one as well.
1: Oh, good. I, I, I enjoyed it. I especially, I'm a real music person, so I love the, the music that comes out of these things.
0: Yeah, and I hope you're proud by the fact that the song saved my life, probably. <laughs> Wow, that really is wonderful. Yeah, and that that was that took place around early 2016 when when my parents were in the middle of a separation, and that kind of made my year a little bit depressing. But by the next year, I started emerging from my rough spot, and 2018 I had the greatest year of my life. Good,
1: good. Listen, I am, I'm getting a little behind on my things that I have to do this morning. So, if you have a question that's very important for you to ask, please do.
0: Yeah, no problem. I do have more questions to ask, but if you'd like, we can do the rest of them maybe in a follow-up interview. Does that work? That would be fine,
1: yeah, because I've got to get something done this morning.
0: I understand, so I'll just take what I, I'll ask one last question, and then I'll, and then we'll do the rest of them some other time when we're both available, alright? Okay, yeah. So my last one for this particular one was, uh, uh, which song was the hardest to produce out of all of them if there was a hard one? Well,
1: it's the same thing, it's, it's, um uh when you believe because it's everybody singing their individual parts and then you have
0: everybody singing together and then you also have the hebrew prayer in the middle so it's a lot of work yeah especially in a foreign language but that's pretty cool yeah Alrighty, so thank you for letting me know about all this we'll talk again some other time and uh Just to reward you for your efforts, if you send me your address, I'll send you a copy of my screenplay, all right? That I wrote, based on Moses.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Alrighty. alright. Take care, Doug.
0: Take care, and see you some other time. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Alrighty. Cool. Hey, followers. I hope all of you enjoyed my interview. It was good, even though it had to be paused several times, but it was good. And now, for your entertainment, I'm going to conclude this video in special Prince of Egypt fashion.